Right, guys, uh, welcome to uh, the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley, and today I've enlisted the help of a very good friend of mine. Introduce yourself, sir. Oh, my name's Alex Westwood. Yeah, the two Alexes today. Two AWs. Two, two AWs as well. Just to make things interesting, we can't even initial this <laughs> without causing confusion. Um, just as, a, as a, an introduction to how we know each other, um, Alex, tell people how we know each other. Uh, I'm an actor, and uh, Alex and I met in prison. We did, we <laughs> met in prison all those years ago. Um, yeah, I do this joke quite a bit on the on the biscuit. Actually, I've done it a few times. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I worked in prison for a while. Um, so yeah, we worked together uh, acting at Shrewsbury Prison for a couple of years mm-hmm. together um, on the trot as well. Like same characters. Yeah, yeah, completely. Uh, I was actually explaining to Kaz the other day mm. about. Um, I was like, oh, me and Alex have had blazing rows before in the prison. But she's like, oh, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my character was like this gym nut who had. Um, he was losing his mind because I, I'd gone fat and I was self-conscious and angry at the world. And then Alex was playing the Godfather type character. I was indeed. I was the Godfather. And I was like, oh, look at him, the stuck-up twerp. Don't look at me like that. And then you'd be up to <laughs> and you'd be like, I'd stay away from the donuts if I were you or something like that. And I'd be like, oi! <laughs> it was so funny. Good times, though. Good times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, saying you're, you're an actor, you've also been on the Shoes of Biscuit before, actually. Because yes, you, did, you did... Um, What's the film you did with Luke Allen? Uh, Unstable. Unstable. That was, that was that f- back in the day, yeah. That was the first time we met Luke Allen, and we've been working with him since. Um, yeah, I've, uh, I've, in, I've, in, I've done a lot. You know, thinking about it, I've, I've done a lot of links there. Yeah. 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 We've, uh, we've, uh, we've been attached to each other in a weird way, <laughs> at a distance, <laughs> in multiple ways. As an actor, then, um, you were in sex education, right? You yes, yeah, yeah, everyone, everyone loves leading with that one. Yeah, no, sex education, that was fun. Um, that was a great, great month of my life. Um, there's been other things. I mean, more recently, Father Brown. That was great. That was yeah. fantastic. Um, what was the other one? I had doctors recently. I made a, made a little return to doctors. Doctors? Indeed, doctors. Wow. That's still going? Yeah, that was no, good. Did, that was yeah. a kid, that was. Yeah, it was uh, a long, long-running programme. Yeah, they've won, won awards for being so long-running, haven't they? It's that soap that's on when everybody's at work, right? That's the one. <laughs> that nobody can watch. <laughs> and you, you sort of go in and uh, you, you go into the makeup room and there and they, they sit down and go, oh, okay, well, shall I fill you in on everything that's been happening? All right, Bill. Yeah, you want to grab a mic? You can grab a mic if you want. Don't you take it. You can sit down with it if you want to talk to us. Timmy, do you want to grab a microphone? Which one are you grabbing? Green one. Right, the music's going. We're still rolling. Um, this is my family. Uh, Timmy, hold that mic. T- aim it towards you. How are you, buddy? You good? Yep. Um, so we're in the quarry today. Uh, my mother-in-law is here. Hello. Hello. Got a blown kiss there. Uh, you helped me build this today, and it's still standing. We did a good job, didn't we? Yep. Yeah? Um, do you remember Alex? Uh, you met him at Comic-Con, and he was dressed as Spider-Man. <laughs> it was a long time ago. What was it? What, what was that, 2019? No. Yeah, no, 2019, yeah. 2019, yeah. Okay. Um, are you looking forward to today? Yep. Yeah? What are you looking forward to, to most? Uh, I don't really know, but... It's in between music and silent disco. The silent disco. Your favourite band here today? Yeah. Who's that? The Dirty Rocking Scoundrels. The Dirty Rocking Scoundrels. Have you ever heard of the Dirty Rocking Scoundrels? I'm afraid I haven't. You're going to have some fun later then, buddy. You're going to have some fun later. They're fantastic. Andy, you're right. 
Right, okay, so this is uh, our introduction. We're going to find people to speak to. Uh, Andy I was speaking to was Andy McEwen. He's been on The Biscuit a couple of times. A famous light artist. Um, uh, I'm going to grab Paul Shuttleworth from the BBC at some point as well. And the ladies from Amiga just walked past as well, so we might grab them. We'll see. Um, but it's going to be fun. Are you looking forward to it? Absolutely. What, uh, when, you, when, you, when you know you signed up to do this today, yeah. what were you kind of expecting? Cooler weather. Cooler weather. <laughs> it's hot, guys. It is. It's sweltering. You can't feel it. I've, I've literally just downed a whole bottle of water, which I need to go and walk and refill again. It's going to be a hot one. You got given a free ice cream as well. Shout out to Polly's Parlour. Yeah, no, they were, that was absolutely fantastic. It's a nice ice cream yeah, as well. Incredible ice cream. No wonder yeah. it's award-winning. <laughs> All right, okay. We'll try and get Alex to do a biscuit run as well. <laughs> Right, catch you guys in a bit. Okay. Right, so uh, t- today I'm joined by Alex Westwood, who I've Hiya. worked with before at the prison. How are you? You good? I'm good, thank you. How are you? And um, just walking through uh, the quarry, we've got, we got Porsche. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Yeah. Although busy. <laughs> busy? We were just talking about that. You've, we've got this today in the quarry, the, the Queen's Baton. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow you've got to be at the Recon 530? Yeah, it, basically what they're doing is the baton relay for the Telford branch starts with sunrise at the top of the Recon with one of the Recon rowers holding the baton. And they're going to be doing that with a choir singing as the sun rises, which is <laughs> 5.09 tomorrow morning. So to get all the kit at the top for the event, it's a 4 a.m. start. And then it's going to make its way through Iron Bridge, in a coracle up to the Iron Bridge, animatronic elephant over the iron bridge and back again An animatronic elephant i was just what, about to pick what else that. why not and then <laughs> it's going down to bliss hill victorian town and then it's over to harper adams no telford town park then harper adams university then it's going to finish at lillishaw with various teams that will be taking part in the commonwealth games that train at lillishaw with a sort of lunchtime garden party so it's going to be a busy morning um I bet the moment you're eating, sleeping, and drinking Commonwealth Games. It, it feels that way. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's your? What's the? Are you comparing today? So today, yeah, comparing the main stage and doing a few inserts for Radio Shropshire, uh, talking to baton bearers, and as the baton arrives via helicopter at Sundorn Village, we've got various reporters in different parts of Shrewsbury, and then it culminates with the arrival of the baton here around six o'clock in the evening, and then all the celebrations and the musical acts and entertainment going on on the main stage, of which lots have changed because there were planned to be lots of schools that are closed today because of the heat that aren't coming so there's things that are chopping and changing as we speak and I have no idea what I'm introducing in the next 15 minutes but I'm sure it'll be fine I'll keep you on your toes yeah absolutely <laughs> has anybody got any spoons we can play yeah, we'll do that exactly. yeah, yeah. bit of juggling some spoon playing whatever but. here's the Alex's with the spoons yeah yeah. You're on next, Alex, by the way. You've got an hour to do. The heat, how are you coping with that? Did uh, equipment, uh, equipment yeah, handle um, okay? Well, luckily, the, the stage and the backstage area backs onto the road that runs parallel to the river, which, of course, is entrenched in trees. So there is sort of shade in the backstage area. And the stage itself at the moment is under shade. I'm not quite sure where the sun's going to end up and whether we're going to be full on facing the sun, but I think we'll be all right with the positioning with that today. But it's incredibly hot sitting out on the grass bank watching. So It's going to yeah. be hot for any performers, yeah. any acts. Absolutely, so. yeah, because it's a hot, a hot old day, but there is elements of shade. There's the. Have you seen the water thing? I haven't seen it yet. Through? I'm going to send Alex to... There's a green gazebo. And through the top of the gazebo, they've got a pipework like you'd have in a tomato greenhouse. And there is a vapour of water. So you Ooh. walk through the gazebo and you get 
Misted. Basic, misted, yeah, it's exactly. So we're kind of treated like, like, <laughs> yeah, like precious vegetables in a supermarket aisle where we're just gently watered to keep us alive. So, I imagine yeah. that's the kind of thing uh, Jason Momoa on his dress, yeah. has on his dressing room as he walks onto set. <laughs> yeah. I need to glisten, ladies. Yeah. I need to glisten. <laughs> Can you miss me now, please? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's going on just, just down by the street. And, and it's good that they've got those kind of things so that you can keep cool and you can have, you know, your elements of... Because it is uncharacteristically hot. I appreciate that, you know, people go to sunnier climates in Spain and, you know, hang around in these kind of temperatures on a, on a regular basis, but it's not something we're overly geared up for English in the quarry heat. for a sustained amount of time. It's different. Yeah. It's always different. Always Everyone different. It's yeah. always different to abroad heat. You know me and Paul, we've both been abroad recently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've just come back from Greece. I know you went on a cruise, didn't you? Yeah, and, absolutely. Yep. I went down to Portugal. Uh, so you, you go there, you kind of gear yourself up for it, and then yeah. But yeah, when it's here and you're in the office, you're doing this, you and because you geared up for it everywhere has air conditioning because it's the norm temperature yeah, so you're yeah. able to deal with yeah. it it's like canada in the snow they're geared up for it because it happens every year there's hard environments that yeah. let the air roll yeah. through a, a reception or something like that but you know. our tarmac is not geared up for this kind of exposure yeah if you get a flat tire your wheel rim will sink into the road yeah. it's this kind of temperature yeah and that that's that's the thing isn't it we're not geared up for it well if that happens you're wheelie in trouble yeah. hey. oh my god um well, I was always look how proud he is of that gag. Look, know, look at that know, face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. well. I need to be careful. There, there you go. I'll be welcoming the wrong Alex on the Shrewsbury Biscuit very soon. <laughs> yeah. um, say, don't, don't worry, we won't uh, tire of it. Hey. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, is this, this is a glimpse of what you're going to be getting through in the next yeah, three to four hours. Let's see how many gag, uh, how many uh, sort of um, uh, puns you can yeah. get yeah. today. As you All wish. Right. There, yeah? There's a challenge for him right <laughs> there. Yeah. Um, Paul, always a pleasure chatting to you. Likewise, thank and, you for having um, me. I'll see you at the next event, which is uh, very soon, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll undoubtedly bump into each other somewhere. It's lovely chatting to you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, so I'm Alex, and this is Alex, <laughs> and we're at the Shoes of Biscuit today in the quarry, uh, covering the Queen's Baton Relay. And I've stopped a gentleman that I see at all Beth's events, uh, doing circus tricks, um, juggling. Um, did you fire breathing as well? That's sort of yeah, thing? yeah, I do fire as well. Yeah. Well, what's what's your name? What's your name? Well, I am Loco Leo of Leo's Loco Circus. I am uh, one of the circus performers and one of the main circus people in uh, West Midlands. So I pretty much uh, help Balf out on all their events and any other event in the area, pretty much. And I, my, me and my troop kind of cater to family events mostly, but we'll pretty much turn it to everything. You know, bar mitzvahs, funerals, reincarnation ceremonies. You know, we'll turn up to an open bag. Brilliant. It'll be everywhere. Uh, how do you become? A person like you that can breathe fire and ride <laughs> unicycles. And slowly, fiddle. slowly. It's a very slow process, I will admit. Uh, I've been training for about 20 years now. And I have about, I think, about nine different skills under my belt, including fire breathing, dancing, manipulation, uh, puppetry, magic, and also manipulation of props like juggling, staff, Diablo, poi, you know, hula hoop. We're just kind of a mixed badge of lots of different mediums that we kind of merge together, which is why we're neither Eastern nor Western, we're Jesting. Nice. And, we, we, you know, when you're growing up and you're younger and you want to do something like this, I imagine there's lots of people going, oh, get a real job. You're not gonna, you'll, yeah. never, you'll never make a career out of that, will yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, there's a lot. I mean, I find, uh, I mean, myself, I'm a dyslexic and dyspraxic. So academics were something that was always a little elusive for me growing up. So it made me kind of push into more of the arts and culture and community. And yeah. that's kind of where I really started out was that kind of 
family green environment and um, very theatrical background. Um, but yeah, yeah, you find a lot of disabled people actually in performing arts because it's a wonderful place where they, they can express themselves and make a career. It's inclusive, for oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So how does how does someone start, you know, circus tricks and stuff like that? Well, Where I'm did not, you start? Uh, well, I started, uh, most circus skills are actually trained very traditionally and you have a master and apprentice kind of role. Mm -hmm. So I trained underneath my master originally when I was younger and now I take on apprentices every couple of years and train them up to be performers. And like a Jedi. On. I it was is, just it thinking is, that. It yeah. is, there is actually a lot of links to martial arts and the way that we kind of uh, focus on the training and because it is a mentality you know if you want to play with fire you have to give it respect yeah no of course um, is there, is there, have you got a white whale? Some, a trick that you've been trying to do all your life that you've never been able to oh, nail? Oh, oh, yeah, there's a few. I'm currently uh, practicing dragon staff, which is uh, the next evolution for myself. Because I do single staff, double staff, pixie staffs, and dragon staff is the what next one. What do you do with up. the staff, though? Is that... well, uh, well, with basic staff, you have two main styles of juggling. You have spin style and, and contact style. Okay. Very, you know, Eastern and Western cultures kind of merging together. So, you know, the one that most people the most common with is the martial art based one which is the eastern style where it's all swing you know progressive free sticks spinning it around yeah yeah that kind of thing yeah, yeah. and then the contact is where you don't use your hands you use your body and it's more balance work wow and that's like that guy that can like take a ball and make it exactly like that's, on your that's hands. known as contact juggling oh right, okay I used to pretend I could do that when I was a kid, and I used to just start dropping things and breaking things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love doing it with bubbles. We love grabbing bubbles out of the air and doing it that way. There was that guy. Have you seen that guy that does um, bubbles with the vape? He does, uh, yeah. Yes. yes, I have. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Very traditional, that, actually, because back in the 50s, that was a big thing. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bubbles and vape. Yeah, it was, it was more for the adults back in the 50s, but they definitely made it updated for the children. Have you seen what pen I've just happened to pick out of my uh, out of my, my pencil case Brilliant. from the Shrewsbury Prison? This is how me and Alex know each other for, for, for the last two years working. We're, we're in prison together uh, <laughs> as actors, um, being scare actors. Um, what do you live for more? Do you, do you live for, like, you know, I guess, like, everybody kind of wants a, a bit of fame and fortune, but... To a certain degree, yeah. I mean, the, the biggest thing for me is, uh, I mean, I don't get me wrong, I love shows. That's where my heart is at. You know, that atmosphere you get from an audience enjoying themselves and then really kind of enjoying joining in on the I show. I guess that kid, though, it just clicks for them, right? Yeah, yeah. The workshops is where my, fave, my heart is as well, because no one leaves home... Half, like everyone, everyone leaves happy on the circus workshop. Mm. You know, even if you dropped it a thousand times, you leave happy because you feel like you've achieved something. And yeah. seeing that little kid's face explode in happiness when they've actually landed the trick they've been practicing for the last half an hour is amazing. That is worth its weight in gold. Well, I think you're fantastic. You do something that um, I can. Can you do that? Uh, can you do any circus tricks? I mean, I can. I can spin it. Yeah, come on to my circus it. workshop <laughs> next time. I'll, t I'll teach you a trick or two. I tell you what I'll do is I'll send Alex your way with a camera in a yeah. bit, yeah, <laughs> and we'll get some of the uh, the, the uh, some of you doing some tricks and stuff on the camera, and then um, we'll find a way to get you trying to teach Alex how to do a trick. I'll give it a go. Yeah, yeah I'm sure we could do that. Yeah, yeah. I'll look for him. He's wearing a very bright shirt today, so you won't miss him. <laughs> Thank you for chatting to me today. It's been more than welcome, Alex. It's, pleasure. it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Um, are there places on social media where people can find you and watch you do? Yes, you work? can find us on uh, Facebook at Leo's Loco Circus, and also on our YouTube channel where I go into workshops on various juggling skills and how to start, and also how to make your own circus props at home. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Leo. It's been nice to chat to you. Right, so um, this is Alex number one doing a biscuit run. 
let's see how many people we can speak to. We did this at the food festival, it worked really well. And then we'll switch up, we'll give Alex to go the other side. Um, so we'll find some people to speak to. Um, we've got a Shropshire Festivals person here. Hello, are you, are you having a good day? I'm having a lovely day, yes. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been here today as, uh, you know, uh, helping out? Um, about 20 minutes. About 20 minutes and there's already me shoving a microphone in your face. Are you looking forward to it though? Oh, definitely. I'm going to be on the relay uh, making sure people don't get too close. Fantastic. Well, I hope you have a great day. Thank All right. You. Thanks for chatting to me. All right. So we found the ladies from the WI. I thought we'd bring the microphone to these guys rather than asking them to come to us. Um, I'm Alex from the Shoes of Biscuit. Would you guys mind chatting to us with the microphone? Would that be all right? Would you like to introduce yourselves? Hello, I'm Yvette Openshaw and I am part of West Fulton WI as well as Shropshire Federation. Fantastic. And yourself? I'm Heather Dolson. I'm Tilstock WI and concerned with the Federation as well, Shropshire. Fantastic. And uh, for the listeners at home that aren't aware, we have done work with the, the WI before, but may not have heard of the WI. What is the WI? We are a women's group, essentially education-based, um, but it's more about the community and the communities that the WIs are in. So it's a great way of getting to know people, and it's a very we are a very diverse group. It's fantastic, and uh, you know we we have done. Um, <laughs> I remember the first time I met you guys was at the flower show, and me and Shane we came in. You had the big tent. And I walked in and the first thing I got offered was a big piece of cake. And I was like, these are my kind of people. <laughs> Absolutely. So if somebody wanted to come and join you guys, the, the, the WI, what's the sort of things you guys get up to? You name it. From A to Z, there will be something to interest you. Really? Definitely. What's the, what's the best thing that, what, what do you enjoy the most of the WI that you guys get up to? The best thing is definitely the camaraderie and the friendship. But whether it's from abseiling to camping, to jam making and cake baking, we do it all. Cake, cake, cake. <laughs> it is all about the cake. And most WIs do have some very good cake bakers. Well, I love you guys to bits, I genuinely do. I think we, I am all about bringing people together. Um, so what you guys do is fantastic. So um, I keep speaking about um, getting together with you guys and finding out more. So maybe we can organize a time when I bring a camera and some mics and we find out a bit more. Yeah, Are you at the show this year? The flower show. Um, I, I I dropped them an email and they didn't get back to me. I, I'll have to find out. Hopefully, I will be there. Well, there will be a WI presence as well. So come along again, like you did last time. There might be cake. Cake might entice me a little bit more. You like a big? What's your favourite cake, Al? I actually don't like cake. So um, Alex is dead to me. <laughs> we'll do some shoes with biscuits. Make some shoes with biscuits. There you go. Yeah. Definitely. You guys are fantastic. I hope you have a great day today. It's Thank nice you. and cool in here as well. Thank, Thank you very much. Cheers. Right, still going then. I have to stop recording. There's guys here from Amiga. I won't, I'll shove the microphone in their face um, at the Bellevue Arts Festival. I won't do that to you guys again, but I hope you guys have a great time. Thank you. And the guys from um, um, Shropshire Air Force Museum, Cosford, how are you guys? You good? We're good, yeah. Say hello. Good. Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> are you having a good day? Oh my God, this uniforms you got spread out on the desk here. It looks so warm. Very warm, yeah. yeah. Do you want to try? I some think on? you should still try something on. Yeah, I do as well. I, I'm. A, I think. I think Alex is probably better suited for this because I'm a big guy. Gu- I guarantee. <laughs> got a hat. Oh my gosh! So, um, right, I've got a phone as well. So, um, <laughs> let's try and do this with uh, with a microphone. So I'm going to put on a bomber hat now. Perfect.
Hardy in Dunkirk. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Um, so that was me. Uh, I just put the, the, the uh, if it, there's a pause in this, I wasn't cheating with the biscuit run. I genuinely just tried a bomber hat on. So, right, we're going to carry on going, keep walking. Thank you very much, guys, for chatting to me. Right, we've got Shropshire Wild. Wow, there's lots of people here now, all up here. Shropshire Wildlife Trust. Hello, how are you? Would you like to come say hello for the Shoes of Biscuit? Hello, I'm Alex from Hi, the Biscuit Podcast. What's your, what's your name? My name is Rick. And you're from Shropshire Wildlife Trust? That is correct. Thank you, uh, yes. Um, what's your setup all about today then? Okay, my setup is really just to promote the work of Shropshire Wildlife Trust, uh, which uh, we are based here in Shrewsbury on Abbey Foregate. We're the largest conservation organisation here in Shropshire, and uh, we look after 50 odd reserves. Um, we try to promote conservation and good practice within the agricultural community and um, within landowners communi community generally. Um, we also do a lot of education with uh, young people in schools. So we're quite a multifaceted organisation really. I think it's really good. We were in the, in the Rebrook at the weekend and we, uh, we saw a mink dive off a, a ridge into, a, into water, uh -huh. catch a rat absolutely mullered it and then yes. took it away for dinner okay <laughs> and the kids the kids behind there were kids playing at the beach and stuff yeah, yeah. and uh, and they were horrified like, oh my god there's rats here I'm going home and oh, no. I was like there's rats everywhere buddy uh, I mean education for young people yeah it's important. Yeah, it's, it's just really to connect them back with nature again. Uh, I mean, uh, those young people that perhaps were quite surprised to find that there were rats living in... Uh, and a mink! I've never yeah, seen a mink! A mink, a mink, a mink yeah. Uh, that's actually a pine martin here on one of our uh, bunting flags. Um, uh, pine martins and mink are in the same uh, family of mammals. They're both uh, in the weasel family. Um, pine martins are, are native to this country. Mink are not. Mink are released American mink. So they're, uh, they're not so good. They're not so welcome here as, as pine martins are. But oh, really? I did hear that you're supposed to report them if you see them because they'll, they'll just destroy a population of certain... Yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of evidence, I think, to say that they, uh, they certainly negatively impact on um, bird populations, um, you know, waterfowl and so on, ground-nesting birds, um, and they'll also possibly interact badly with, with water bowls. Um, so that's uh, a little point of concern for us. There, there are organisations that have got a real downer on mink, and they want to see them, uh, you know, completely eliminated. But they've been here for a long time now, and what we have to remember is it's not really the fault of the individual mink uh, that they're here you know they're just a, a very well evolved predator trying to make the most of, of their life but uh, yeah they're, they're a bit of a problem in the ecosystem do you think it's an effect of the fur trade that they're here in the first place yeah when way back when uh, these animals were were um, farmed for their fur um, then uh, a lot of well-meaning activists used to go along break into the mink farm let the mink out and this, in a way, was a very short-sighted policy because, um, you know, those mink were, were captive bred. They lived their lives in cages and suddenly they're out in the, in, in the wild and they don't know what to do. You know, they're, they're, they're completely uh, um, at the mercy of other predators like foxes and badgers and so on. So, you know, those mink were going to die anyway, but letting them go is, is also a death sentence for them, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so, uh, no, we wouldn't condone releasing mink. Thank you very much. Yes, please don't release mink because they end up uh, mortifying children in the banks of rivers. Yes. Um, <laughs> how can people get into... In, I mean, we've done some talks with the Wildlife Trust okay. recently. Um, we did the 30 Days Wild thing. that We did oh, a yeah. promotion yeah. for that yeah. uh, for you guys. Um, beautiful music on the stage, I have to say. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, how can people get in touch with the Wildlife Trust if they want to get involved and find out ways they can help? Well, uh, we have our headquarters on Abbey Foregate uh, in Shrewsbury and just simply drop in and, uh, you know, ask the uh, receptionists, uh, you know, what, what, what we're about, what we're up to. You could also join us. You can do that online. You can look at our website for information about us. You can, you can join us online uh, or uh, listeners here today uh, could come and see me and I will sign them up happily for uh, a small monthly direct debit. Fantastic. Well, thank you for chatting to me today. My pleasure, Alex. It's been thank lovely you. chatting to you. Can I just say one extra thing? Uh, next Monday evening at Shropshire Wildlife Trust headquarters on Abbey Foregate, I'm giving a talk called Confessions of a Teenage Skull Collector. It's open to all. It's part of our 60th anniversary celebrations. We've been going 60 years this year, and all are welcome. Uh, it's a funny talk. It's suitable for families, and come along and, uh, and have a laugh. Would you... Uh... 62, that's a long time. <laughs> well, that's the trust. That's not me. I've only been collecting a rather less time than that. But um, yeah, I'm I'm a bones geek, so that's my. Oh, my would you uh, would you come and chat to me on the biscuit about it some point? Yeah, I can do that for sure. Yeah, yeah. We do do something for YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. All right, brilliant. Okay. I'll give you my card. So. Um, Alex, I need to introduce you to Brendan. Brendan, uh, hello, Brendan. Very uh, nice to meet you, Alex. Nice to meet you too. You do uh, uh, um, Brendan explores. Brendan explores, yeah. Uh, well, you been, you came on the show. It's got to be. It's got to be about two years ago now. It's got to be at least eighteen months. I think it was in the first height of lockdowns. Wasn't yeah, it? it was like, oh, we can still do stuff on Skype and Zoom and <laughs> yeah. stuff. I remember the chat actually being from my bedroom. <laughs> You weren't in my bedroom, mind. <laughs> I was in my bedroom. Say, Covid. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Well, you could let them use their imagination a little bit, you know. <laughs> don't write in and be like, oh, what are you doing, Alex, in Brendan's bedroom? Um, yeah. We were on a Zoom call, all right? That's what it was. Make for a good episode. Um, you've been out and about, man. You've been doing an awful lot, haven't you, over the last year? I have, yeah, yeah. I've been uh, going here, there and everywhere. I've been all around Shropshire. Started doing a bit of car camping. Um, which is a little bit different to what I first started doing out with all the walks and stuff in Shrewsbury, which kind of started me off. And then recently came back from a failed trip in Harlech on the Welsh coast. Failed trip? Why was, why was it yeah, a failed trip? Completely failed. It was uh, basically I brought about 20 quid's worth of food, and I mean good food, like mm. good quality breakfast food, uh, thick cuts of bacon, sausages, black pudding. It doesn't uh, sound like a failure so far. <laughs> oh, Sorry just for you the listening. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had um, some lamb burgers as well, but I wasn't able to cook any of it because the utensil that I wanted to cook it with. I left at home. I drove two hours from Shrewsbury to the Welsh coast and left it at home. And you it got your grill. And what, what, what was even worse is that everywhere in Harlot was closed. It wasn't as if I could just go to a local hardware shop and pick up a pan. It was all gone. I, I was completely... So you had a grill but no, no pan no, to cook? No, no. I, I, well, I had the grill, yes. I had the grill yeah. but no pan to cook it in. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh yeah, nightmare trip. <laughs> I mean, can you eat raw black pudding without diet? I think you can. You eat probably raw, could. It wouldn't be very nice though. Right. A, I mean, as, as long as you had a fire. If you had a fire, you could find a stick and sort of <laughs> like, like, go like caveman. A, like a marshmallow substitute. Yeah. Black pudding. Yeah. There we go. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Cold black pudding, the breakfast of champions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you've um, you've you've really managed to 
gather an audience together now for this, haven't you? You've been uh, doing yeah, quite well. it's, it's, it's done surprisingly well, actually. Um, I never thought it would kind of get to where it is now. I think when we last spoke, I think I was maybe on just over a, a thousand subscribers on YouTube, I think. And I think now I've recently just hit over six. So in the two-year space, it's um, it's been phenomenal, really. It's kind of blown my mind how much people have kind of reacted and kind of integrated with the with the content. It's been brilliant. It's really good. I mean, I, I the thing is with the biscuit, we I've got about sixty-five subscribers, I think, because we only intermittently release things every now and again. We're not like just a YouTube thing. It's mainly yeah. audio, which is fantastic, and the numbers do quite well for that. But as far as YouTube concerned, you've got to have a certain type of channel or a certain type of content. It's got to be consistent for yeah. YouTube, yeah, hasn't like it? Yeah. I think I think for me, learning what I've learned over the last couple of years, it's got to be some kind of niche. And I think when I started out doing the walks and stuff and around Shrewsbury, it was fantastic i still love shrewsbury still very much in love with shrewsbury but i think i needed to kind of branch out and expand that a little bit oh, absolutely you know there's only so many people that are going to be interested in seeing me walk around shrewsbury primarily shrewsbury people mm. yeah um but then going forward from that and starting the car camping and kind of making my adventures a bit more national okay? and hopefully eventually global one day has kind of expanded that audience so i've been forever grateful to the people that have come and joined me on my journey it's been brilliant where would you like to take this then? Obviously, you're saying you want to go internationally with it. Yeah. Uh, but around the UK, is there somewhere where you're waiting to go to, where you want to get eventually get to? Is there something you want people to see? So, there's, yeah, there's locations that I want to get to, but I, I mentioned it in my recent video, actually, that the goal, the long-term goal for the channel is to kind of upgrade from the car camping, get a van, convert a van with my family, with my wife and my son, and be able to go on some epic journeys with them. Because going on these solo adventures, don't get me wrong, it's brilliant, I love them, and it's uh, treated me well up to date, but going on so many, you get to miss the family. I mean, you're a family man, Alex, you know what I'm course, talking yeah, about. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you go to these places and you see these beautiful landscapes, you just think, oh, my son would love being here right now. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but yeah, so eventually get a van. I've got my eye on the NC500 in Scotland. If you've heard of that, it's like... Yeah, so the Route 66 of Scotland. Yeah, of the UK kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to do that. Um, I don't think I can do that. Take Dad with you. Dad, would you like to go on an adventure with him? Well, here's the thing, right? Okay. Whoever's listening right now to this podcast, I want to see... My, my dad have a van donated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to convince him to buy a van, but you won't do it, will you? Not yet. I'm going. I'm going to. You don't need a van. You need. A, all you need is a tent and two sleeping bags. I've told him he can both have a van. The car that he's men, got. Men with van. Yeah, but have you noticed recently what's happening around these uh, places where people stop and camp? It's all signs of, isn't there? No camping. No camping. No stopping. Mm. No. It's, it's crazy. My point of view is it belongs to the human race, no matter what what land it is. <laughs> I think I think a lot of the a lot of the problems behind that have uh, stemmed from people doing this uh, wild camping, and that's mm. cool. But mm. they've not cleared up after themselves. Yeah, and it's yeah. become more there's of a, a bit, nuisance. Yeah. There's a bit of a stigma right. around that. I think yeah. um, I did right. my first wild camp in 2021, probably not long after we spoke, actually, initially, um, with another YouTuber, Dave Outdoors, who took me in a wild camp. And one of the ethos is that anybody that does wild camping, whether it be in tents, whether it be in vans is the ethos of leave no trace, you know, only, you know, leave nothing but footprints, take nothing but pictures, kind of yeah, thing, yeah. you know, and um, I can't stress that enough, really, because it go does give people a bad name, you know, wild campers and van lifers, yeah. but um, I kind of share your sentiment a little bit that, talking to my dad now, by the way, um, I share your sentiment a little bit that people should be able to kind of camp out overnight for a couple of nights somewhere, as long as you're not more in, say, a, um, a party of three people or yeah. three vans, you know, because you're not going to cause a nuisance then. 
Um, I can kind of understand a little bit why the signs are there because there's certain members of the van life community that rock up for five weeks at a time and, and leave. It's a bit a, scary though, a lot because of I'm, I'm thinking about into the future, what's going to happen in the future about our kids grow up and won't, you won't be able to go anywhere mm. without paying. Yeah, yeah, it's like a hidden tax on it. You know, you know. Here comes the conspiracy theories. Come on, Dad, roll them out. Yeah. <laughs> roll out those conspiracy no. theories. <laughs> well, it's going that way. Isn't it? Uh, I mean, I remember we used to be like, I used to tell my mom that I was going to sleep at my mate Wes's, and Wes used to tell my mate his mom that he was still sleeping at mine, and we used to get uh, air rifles and a, and a tent, and we used to disappear into the Avod in, in um, Coid Poif. Oh, okay. Silly me, I, in, I assume there'd be a girl involved there somewhere. Silly You've me. got a better Welsh accent than I have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I grew up in Wrexham, and that's where we used to go. We used to go for, and then we used to just disappear. And we used to like take, like we used to be in the cadets, so we'd take a ration pack with us and stuff. We just disappeared. Oh, nice. And uh, you know, my mum would be like, "Did you have a good time at Wessex?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, it's absolutely." <laughs> How old were you? Did that? How old were you? Uh, 14, 15. You see, the thing is, <laughs> you know something. I was about fourteen when I went to my first camp with the scouts. Yeah. yeah. No, brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brilliant. You can still do stuff like that today as an adult, I think. Why not? Why not? I, I, think, mean, I think maybe not the pellet gun, you get shot, but something else, mate. That was just us being <laughs> idiot kids, you know what I mean? And we'd only, we were in the, the, the shooting teams and stuff, so we'd practice our with groupings and stuff. Nothing too bad, seriously. Yeah. Um, but like, it was all just a bit of fun. But I think some, the problem is, is some people uh, may, may take it a bit too far fish and keep or fish and cook or uh, leave yeah. a mess or yeah. you know and yeah. I, I guess you've got to be responsible in some respects it would be nice wouldn't it to be able to be like I think you guys crack on I'm sure I trust you I, think, I, <laughs> I trust yeah. you not to yeah. mess up the environment but, but the thing is like I kind of I get what you're saying and I totally agree in, in some ways but then I also think like when it comes to things like fishing and when it comes to things like rocking up and putting a tent somewhere like, you know things like fishing licenses and having to pay to fish and you know different pieces of land and stuff I, I feel really sad in that aspect because really just popping up a tent getting a fishing rod cooking some fish on the barbecue that night as long as you're cleaning up after yourself like that should be okay the thing is it should be land leased not ownership nobody should own land in the world it belongs to the human race <laughs> lease the land and then give it back when you I'm sure Ronald McDonald will disagree with you right there <laughs> do we sound like hippies <laughs> the land is for everybody's man but to be fair I think <laughs> I think there is a legitimate ar argument to be made for sort of you know that being able to go away that get your own independence oh, yeah. like, like what the yeah. scouts yeah. do yeah and then yeah. you you know you. oh okay the tent's on fire oh, we've made a mistake there yeah. right let's not do that next time you know yeah, you yeah. learn you learn through your mistakes you learn through errors but I think the um, the prosecution should be kind of more severe for people that don't stay within the common sense law of mm. making sure that the outdoors stays beautiful for everybody you know people say oh, there's a 50 quid fine but I think instead of just banning people from doing things say to people right if we catch you doing that or if this CCTV camera catches you doing that you're not just going to get a 50 quid fine. You might have to remortgage your house or something, you know, to pay this. But at, at, at that point, <laughs> it starts to become, oh, God, well, there's going to be CCTV cameras everywhere. Yeah, true, true, <laughs> well, true. Maybe CCTV was the wrong word. I agree with CCTV cameras if they behave themselves. <laughs> we're joking because I, I used to, I upgraded my phone and I went from a Huawei and I was talking like oh I've got a Huawei phone watch and a, a laptop I don't mind it and they're like oh China knows everything about you I was like yeah it's Alex Whiteley he's the most depressing man <laughs> we've ever met he's pathetic um, yeah double O Whiteley <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I think it's nice to be able to go and explore. You need to be able to do that. And, you know, it's very popular at the moment, whether it's Instagram, whether it's YouTube. It's, it's, I mean, I guess it's for people that live urban in an urban situation, maybe people from abroad seeing places they wouldn't normally get yeah. to go to, top of a waterfall. Yeah. Um, there's a, a great Instagram I follow called She Explores, which is fantastic. Um, you can go and uh, do some wild swimming and stuff in the mountains. Um, I like that sort of stuff because I've mentioned it more than once already on this podcast. I'm a bit of a pudding, right? I'm not necessarily going to go walking up to the top of uh, Ben Nevis. Do you know what I mean? Uh, whereas I can sit and watch maybe you do it. Go to, go to Ben Nevis, please. I want to see you do it. <laughs> i tell you take, what, mate. Take your van to the top of Nevis. <laughs> I, I haven't got a van. That's the thing. I've got a car. Oh, aspirations, mate. Aspirations. Aspirations. Aspirations, so yeah. you took a car and you converted it into a, a camper. A micro camper, yes. micro camper. I've got a full-length single bed in a Renault Grand Scenic. I've got a little fridge. I've got a little bedside table. I've got an outdoor kitchen at the back. How useful that's going to be in the winter yet, we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, but yeah, sounds, it sounds a, like a top gear challenge is what yeah, that sounds yeah, like. it is a bit, a little bit, I suppose, yeah, yeah. You're missing out on a three-piece suite, though, aren't you? You can't quite get that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the 40-inch TV. <laughs> <laughs> but I have seen people, actually. You say 40-inch TV, friend of mine, Ads Ventures, uh, another YouTuber, he's got a, uh, a pull-down projector in his house. Oh, no, see, that's quite smart. That's yeah. safe, 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 yeah. safe. But he uses yeah. it twofold. Space-saving, even. That's, that's the word. The projector, and he uses it as a, uh, a curtain for privacy. So killing two birds with one stone. That's so genius. much you can do in a small space, so much. I can imagine the bugs. Ugh, the bug, you know, when you watch it, you're sitting there and you're watching uh, Toy Story or something and then you, you, you turn it off and it's just bugs all over yeah. the white thing. Yeah. Um, does it get quite uh, quite creepy at night when you're on your own in the car? Um, it does, yes. There has been a couple of occasions where there's been movement outside the car where I've been thinking, right, it's three o'clock in the morning. Why am I hearing footsteps? There was one instant, actually. I was at the top of the Longmin, beautiful place in Shropshire. You've probably been there. Yeah, yeah. Um, where I was camping up there on a place called the Shooting Box, if you've ever heard of it. It's like a nice little parking spot. It's kind of like the one place on the Longmin where wild camping is kind of allowed, but not allowed, if you know what I mean. Um, about three o'clock in the morning, I got woken up to my car rocking. I thought, what on earth is going on out here? Is it a horse? No, it wasn't a horse. I was no. going to ask, what music was your car listening to? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was um, it was a family of sheep rubbing up against my car. Oh, wow. And I was absolutely terrified. Like, when you're there at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning, it's pitch black. You've got, well, I think there was a, like a couple of vans around me. But I thought, who on earth is doing that? Are they here for oh, some other kind of alternative <laughs> reason? Are they trying to wake me up to try and join the party or something? But um, but no, it was a, a sheep at three o'clock in the morning. I was absolutely If terrified. they'd realised you were in there, they probably would have thought it was a bad idea. <laughs> but... <laughs> We're doing puns today. We're doing puns. Well, Alex is. I'm not. I'm not really. Uh, hey, I'm kind that's of a trying. Good one. I'm Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm not that good at it. Just don't let me pull the wool over your eyes. <laughs> I'll bat them up. You knock them down. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, um, I was going to say something then, but you hit me with that really bad pun. No, no, no. Carry on. Don't be sheepish. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, y'all. Uh, ruining he, me. He was there doing it. <laughs> ruining me. Ruining me. I'm goating around here. Um, oh, do oh, you. Do you actually get requests from people? Did they tell, tell you, I want you to go here, I want you to go there? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, so he, can you go to Ben Nevis for me, please? <laughs> <laughs> Serious. I'm going to put it in my list of places to go. Alex yeah, said... People suggest all the time. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a question for you. If you could go anywhere, money, not a problem. Yeah. Van, not a problem. Family, yeah. not a problem. Where would you go? My house. Your house? Uh, no, no, thanks. Uh, I've been on your drive often enough making mishaps with this build. Um, <laughs> let me think. It would have to be... I'd have to go into Europe. I'm not 100% sure where. Mm. Some of the 
expeditions that I've seen some people go on on YouTube where they've gone into some absolutely fantastic landscapes. That's where I'd love to take my family. You know, get the van, get it kitted out, have everything I need, and just go for a week or two. Finance isn't a problem kind of thing. You know, yeah. that, that's what I would love. Obviously, at the moment, I'm not in that position yet. Um, probably won't be for a very long time. But, Sometimes uh, you see those those videos on, on Facebook and Instagram shared, and you see these beautiful horizons, and, you know, yeah. someone sat there at 6 p.m. till, you know, the, the sun's sort of gone down you oh, see all the, the glow bugs and all this I keep a list on my phone of places I'd love to go like that yeah yeah there's loads, there's loads of content like that out there I think the thing is with me is that I'm quite lazy so when the sun rises I'm in bed <laughs> <laughs> although it's good for a video to get up and get a time lapse no I'm in bed <laughs> I was thinking of you and McGregor because he did that thing didn't he from the top of America down to the bottom did, is that what he did he, I he took the bikes yes took, took the bikes and yes. he went all the way that through was a few years ago now wasn't did it? Alaska to Patagonia or something didn't yeah, he I yeah. watched that I watched that it was quite a while, over 10 years ago wasn't yeah, it? yeah 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 I was thinking, yeah. that would be amazing, but I'm far too lazy. I'd be like, oh, no, one night was enough in Alaska. It's freezing. I'm going home. Do you know you what? Know? I would love that, and I would love the challenges, because even car camping in the winter is a massive challenge, but I still find time to have fun, you know, and have a bit of a joke and a laugh with it. And I think I like to think that I don't take YouTube too seriously. Although I've got my goals and aspirations of becoming full-time one day, I still just like to just keep it chill, and I don't think that'll ever change, or at least I hope it'll never change. Well, Brendan, I think you're fantastic. We don't speak enough. We really don't, and um, I'd love to welcome you on again properly sometime so we can sit and have a good chat. Uh, Maybe me and you could go, oh, that'd be amazing. Now that'd be an, ex what, an do episode, isn't it? Camp? <laughs> Pod, pod camp. Brendan, pod camp. The Brendan and Biscuit <laughs> Explores episode, just a one-off random... Sounds dodgy, you should, we'll you, should, you need to start it like the start of um, that uh, James Corden, Lesbian Vampire Killers. Yeah. The start of that film, they decide where they're going by throwing a dart at a oh. map. Hey, that's not that's what idea, you need to do. Yeah. In the UK, just keep it to the I'm UK. pretty sure it's going to start off as something nice and end up like planes, trains and automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll end up in Toxteth, Liverpool. <laughs> or Moss Side, Manchester or something. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Let's Apologies it. to the Manchester and Liverpoolian uh, listeners. <laughs> Where can people find you, Brendan? Um, if you look on YouTube on Brendan Explores, just type in Brendan Explores, I should be the first thing that comes up. Uh, and on Instagram and Facebook if you want to go and uh, waste a few hours or minutes or <laughs> seconds if you're bored. And hey, listen, listeners, if you do want uh, a, a Brendan Biscuit Explores um, thing. thing, get in touch. <laughs> we'll do it. If, if people really want I'd it, watch that. we plan it I'd for next go. summer or something. I love it. You should come along. You should come along. Um, bring, bring the puns with well, you, yeah? Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? I was just, thinking... Just I was going to say, otherwise, I might drive you around the bend of the... <laughs> I love a good pun, me. That isn't a fake laugh. That's a real laugh. I'm I, love glad. A, I love a good pun. They're, they're underappreciated. <laughs> he looks like Ma Matty, doesn't he? Matt, he does look a bit like Matty, yeah. Yeah, he does a little he bit. He does? Yeah. He doesn't know who Matty is. I have who Matty is, but does he I'll look, take it. Does he look like he's been stepped on a few times? <laughs> <laughs> I did one. I did one. I did one. I did one. Brendan, you're fantastic. Dad, you're great. Thank you. And we'll catch you guys next time. Remember, get in touch if you want us to do the thing together. Absolutely. I look forward to it, mate. Okay, peace Lovely out, guys. Lovely to you. <laughs> you too. Okay, so biscuit run number two. Right, let's find someone to speak to. Who are we thinking? So it's looking like we've. Uh, anyone in particular? I mean, we're down the food end. The food end's quite nice. It's, the smells are fantastic. Absolutely great. So what we're we looking for? I'm, I'm here as well, by the way. Yeah, no, uh, Alex is still here. We're looking for people that are just standing around. Uh, that might want to speak to us. Um, like I said, if they're in deep conversation or if they're about to buy something, tend not to. Um, we don't interrupt. Uh, we don't speak to Darren um, over here because he, he talks too much. He's probably, I think he's just ducked down to hide from me, actually. Um, 
Yeah. Let's have a look. Oh, oh hello, look at this, free samples. Hello, sir. Hiya. How's it going? We're from there the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast, what's your name? Kelvin, how are you? Kelvin, I'm not too bad, how are you? <laughs> Alright, thanks. Great, how long have you been at the uh, festival today? Well, we, we came early on and uh, we are all day, and obviously most of the night. And uh, yeah, we come regular to Shropshire. So who, who are you for our listeners at home? We're uh, Fairy Glen Brewery. That's an excellent name. Yeah, we're from South Wales, okay. but we come up to all the festivals. We support uh, most of them up here. Mm-hmm. So we write uh, the food festival yeah. and uh, the October Fest, and we back up for the October Fest again. Oh, that's excellent. And you yeah. specialise in, is it, is it just craft beer? beers? Craft beer? Yeah. Excellent. Okay, what's your favourite? Oh, you must have a favourite. No, it's no, a few of them. Yeah, so what's, deep, what's on the tray here? It's a lager. Would okay. you like to try it? Yeah, go on. Then what's it, what lager is it? It's our own. It's called Hound Dog. We make it ourselves. It's called what, sorry? Hound Dog. Hound Dog. Hound Dog. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> that's very refreshing that is that's lovely Thank don't you. tell me you like it no I do that's, that's great <laughs> yeah it's very popular it's a nice drink it's, yeah no it's lovely it's absolutely refreshing All right, very nice. I've got to get on absolutely it's nice thank, to you. Speak to you. thank you still running still running so you might want to find out who this guy is hello I flip burgers for a living oh excellent well uh, tell us more about it uh, so Liam Tinsley uh, head chef of the Beefy Boys mm-hmm. um, done a lot with Alex in the past um We've got a lot to come with Alex as well, and at the moment I would probably say we are the best and busiest uh, restaurant in town at the minute. Yeah. Uh, have you been yourself? I haven't. Where, where no. are you? Are you have so, you got a stall here today? Not a stall. Okay. Um, but we're dead in the centre of the town. Oh, fantastic. Um, you can't miss us and you can't miss the smell when you walk through town either. But all in all, you ain't going to get a nicer burger than ours. So I... where, whereabouts are you again? Uh, in the say it's on the high street in Cheesebury, mm-hmm. and uh, it's big black building. You'll see our neon lights, and you'll also smell the food, and probably hear us as well. Fantastic! <laughs> I think I just, I'd be put it on TikTok, and I think I dubbed yeah. it as the sexiest burger, burger yeah. in the world. No, it was, it was, it was very. But good. then I had the uh, the deer burger from Wild Street Kitchen, and um, yeah. that's just I'm they're on a par. I mean, on a cheek now, I'm probably going to have one of their burgers in a bit anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that, that's a good thing, is you know they are they're they're very very tasty, and they, what they're doing with the the wild game and all that, it's it's good. What would yeah. you say the best thing on your menu is? If you can recommend one dish, one one burger, one product, our, anyone listening to this, what would it be? Probably be our Jurassic Five burger, which was actually created from the boys from the band Jurassic Five. They're popular legend. J5, yeah. Um, so that burger on the menu is actually designed by them mm-hmm. and I'd have it Oklahoma style which is two smash patties into onions so they caramelise through it yep. the base of the burger is a honey and mustard mayo mm-hmm. a nice ketchup on there yep. fresh spinach the burger patties spinach on a burger yeah yeah the burger patties himself yeah. and then a fried egg with our semi, uh, semi brioche which is steamed as well so you lose me egg because I don't eat eggs, see? Yeah, well, yeah, your wife had it. I had the chili See, I, think, I yeah. think that sounds cracking. Hey, yeah. doing puns That's there. an excellent joke, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got all the yolks today. <laughs> we're, all, we're all good with buns. <laughs> there we go, I win. Yeah. Right, let's keep moving then. It's lovely to see you. Thank you very much. I'll come give you a couple in a bit. Right, let's find two more people. Let's speak to Rosto, see if the guys in the kitchen want to speak to us. No, there's a little so, so we're heading to Rosto. Uh, they, they've got a very good menu. Fresh basil. They've got. I mean, the, the basil is standing out. It's not very often you see uh, you see places that have got you know fresh herbs straight outside. But it looks lovely. It looks absolutely lovely. Hi guys. 
We've got a live microphone. You fancy? Can we say hello? Here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're from the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Do you want to introduce yourselves? Oh yeah, hi, my name's Ed. <laughs> uh, I'm Riley. <laughs> we are Ross though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are, yeah. And what, what is it you do for our listeners at home? Uh, we are doing steak sandwiches today mainly. Yeah, um, uh, we're cooking them over fire. Uh, we're doing a vegan sandwich as well, and uh, yeah, trying to stay cool, which is not easy today. I can imagine. Yeah. You're quite close to that fire there. I know, feel free to come in if you like. I think you might melt the little hairs on your, uh, on your microphone there. It's, it is particularly warm, yeah. yeah. I'm going to give you a card. Uh, let's, let's speak, let's have a proper podcast when we get together. We'll Super. see you soon. Yeah, it smells lovely. Thank you very, much. Thank you very much, guys. guys. Thank you. One more, one more. Polly's oh, look busy. at that. Yeah, what a queue we've got for Polly's. I'm not surprised the ice cream is phenomenal. Bites donuts. Yeah, let's give it a go. I love donuts. Hey, guys. How's it going? We're from the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Uh, do you want to say hello to everyone at home? So, who are you from? Uh, Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Nice to see everyone very active today here at the festival. Everyone seems to be enjoying themselves. Um, so, what's your name, sorry? Uh, my name's Nick from uh, We Run This Donut Van called Bites. Yeah. How long have you guys been going? Um, it's sort of a part-time thing we've been doing for the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Been quite busy. These festivals are quite common now. There's lots, isn't there? There's lots to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is this, quite is this your main trade then, doing the festival? No, we actually uh, work in building catering units and branding catering units by oh, trade. Wow. So this is our uh, um, the other side of the fence, really, for us. We, uh, we, we it's a local event, so we thought we'd uh, bring our own little unit down and uh, get involved. We actually did the uh, the start and finish sort of gantry line for the uh, for the event as well the little the truss system up at the top fantastic they'll be running through today sounds like you've got a lot to talk about so i'm going to give you a business card and we're going to leave you alone yeah to get on with your... i just want to say you've got a great range of teas it's not very often i see all gray out no you've got to do it haven't you got beautiful. it's all about the quality Absolutely. we're english we're like property thank you guys right Hello, welcome to the Shoes and Biscuit podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Alex. And <laughs> hello, Alex. Hello. <laughs> and Alex. <laughs> it's been a weird day. Um, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, my name's Ian. I'm a chairperson of a local community amateur sports club called SDBA Sports. Um, we're a basketball, box size, and fitness outfit based up in Sundorn. I love this. I love this. Uh, before I, I mean, this is the first time I've heard of this, but. Boxing and basketball at the same time. No, <laughs> bo- bo- boxing, boxing ball. ball. <laughs> it does happen sometimes. It's been yeah. known to happen on a Monday night. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I bet. I've Things seen, get a bit have heated. To throw a punch in between every bounce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love be. it. Um, but no, I'm, I'm thinking on the level of keeping kids off the streets, keeping kids sane, um, and looking after kids and making sure they. We're adult. Are oh, you just adult? We're right? adult at the moment. Okay. So the basket. Well, the boxer size is 12 plus if you're with an adult. Okay. So, like, you can come along, mum or dad, whatever. And the basketball is 16 plus at the moment. Um, we're only, as an official community amateur sports club, we're only about a year and a half old. So, the plan nice. is to start expanding over the next few years into junior basketball and also boxing and exercise for mental health as well. That's the plan. But so looking after the bigger. Sorry, go on. Uh, what, what does SDBA stand for? Okay, so I formed the basketball club uh, just as me and a group of mates 10 years ago. And uh, just to get, I made a poster up to get some people involved, and I called ourselves the Shoesby Dribblers. Yeah, because you know. Yeah, it makes sense. It does. We're talking about puns. I yeah. mean, that so works. we're the Shrewsbury Dribblers Basketball Association (SDBA). Sweet. Nice. It so that was ten years ago. Than, yeah. So we started the basketball ten years ago, 
uh, up at the Grange in their old gym with the old, all the old wooden kit on the wall. Do you remember from school back in the day? The one that sort of folds out. Yes, that's the one. The apparatus. Can we get the apparatus up so we can that's break our ankles? And a rope you can get rope burns on from sliding down from the top. Yeah, all that yeah, stuff. yeah. yeah. Oh, God. So we started in there and I think they charged us like seven quid for an hour and you couldn't own, you couldn't shoot three pointers from a certain part of the room because it would hit all the wooden stuff <laughs> in the ceiling. <laughs> uh, and then it's just sort of kept going from there. It was a sort of me and a group of mates and we just kept going and we get sort of 15, 20 people a week now and then uh, about a year ago, I qualified as a PT, so I started the boxer size the, in the hour before. So six to seven, we do the boxer size, and then seven to eight, we play basketball in I, the same venue. I got to commend you because um, years ago, I used to work at ASDA, and all the guys used to get together every every week and play footy. And I used to run that. I used to be like, right, guys, ch- two quid each. Yeah, that's the one. And then we can go TCAT, and we can hire the uh, the uh, all, all weather pitches and stuff. Yeah, we're trying to get people just to give us the money. Just to, come on, guys. <laughs> like I can't pay for the pitch by myself. It's a nightmare trying to run around and get those people in. But I've managed a great line in passive aggressive bullying on a Monday night <laughs> after. <laughs> by the way, guys, I can't afford to feed my son tonight because you haven't paid for basketball. Just saying, I don't want to put any pressure. Yeah, I'll on pay you. for the sports hall yeah, yeah, by myself. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're doing it seriously. You're helping people. Um, was it like when you first began? Was the was it a slow burn or did it like boom? It was a slow burn. It was literally myself and a handful of colleagues. I used to work at BT just down the way in Town Walls, and it was I had just a light bulb moment. Anybody fancy a game of basketball? And five or six of us went, and like we'd have three people one week and five the next, and it was just bimbling along. Uh, and I contacted leisure services at the council and said, "You look, I need a few more people. Any ideas? You know?" And they were like, "Right, get involved in sports makers for the um, 2012 Olympics. We're going to get you involved as a volunteer with." Energize the county sports partnership and also we'll put some posts up for you around the council if you want so that's why i came up with the name sent the poster in and we had i think four lads turned up the week after all mates they started inviting mates and it's just sort of mushroomed from there we did the you know we started instagram bits and bobs but just word of mouth really and the best thing about it and basketball as a sport is not as big in this country as it is internationally generally it is big but mainly in the urban parts of the uk Um, which means that I've got to meet people from Spain, Hungary, Bulgaria, Romania, the US. We had a lad come in from Spain who played semi-pro basketball because he just fancied a game of basketball. Needless to say, he found the standard was maybe not quite as high as it had been in Did Spain. Did he destroy all of you? Yeah, he was yeah. <laughs> it, was just a, it was just a thing of beauty to watch. But so it's really good in that we have, it's really multicultural as well. Um, and yeah, to survive 10 years, we must be doing something right, eh? As a, as a, sometimes, you know, a type of camaraderie that we need as guys. I know that sounds like a generalisation, but you need that kind of a brotherhood, that kind of guys, people you need to go out and just play talk. sports with and yeah. to be around, you to talk, and to have that. And it's an hour of mindfulness. You know, it's an hour where you're just concentrating and focusing on the game. Mm. You're not thinking about everything else that's going on in the world. You're not worried about you know the finances. You're not worried about the kids, whatever it might be. Just for that one hour. You just focused in on that that time with your mates and to have that be able to get that break from life on a Monday evening as well. I think that's helped the fact that it's a Monday. It's like, you know, all right, it's the start of the week, it's maybe not the best, but at least we've got basketball to look forward to. And that's certainly that's what helped with me anyway. Um so where did the, the where does the boxing fit into this? So on the back of starting the basketball club I got involved in volunteering in sport and doing all sorts of nonsense. And um a good friend of mine at the County Sports Partnership at Energize said you've got to do the ultra white collar boxing you've got to go and get beaten up in a boxing ring i've seen these I've seen yeah. These, yeah so i did the eight weeks of training for the ultra white collar uh 
fought against a lad 20 years younger than me in the butter market and he completely humiliated me in front of a nightclub full of people. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Character building. But um, the good thing about that was, whilst I didn't enjoy hitting people or getting hit, funnily enough, um, it sort of flicked a switch in terms of fitness and training. Were that... bells ringing? No. <laughs> Got one in. Ding, ding. Yeah, I like that. Well done. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was a knockout. Um, so it was just a case of, right, I can actually go and get fit. So I started going to the gym a bit more regularly. And then when I changed jobs recently, I was like, right, I'm going to do my level three in personal training. So I qualified as personal trainer. Always loved boxer size as a class. It was my favorite class to go to. And again, boxer size the same as the basketball. It's an hour where you just, you're not thinking about life. It's a, it's a discipline. You're just hitting the bag. Yeah. You're just taking it out. I'd like, I'd like to come and try it. I'd love to have you along. I'd like to try it because I'm I, I've, for the third time today on the biscuit. Sorry, I'm showing down the microphone. For the third time today, I've just I'm a pudding, I'm a pudding, <laughs> and um, I I had Sasha by on my show recently, who helps a lot of women, um, and I, she's fantastic, very inspirational, and I, you know I was saying to her I can ride, run 5k. I'm a I'm a chubby guy, but I can, I'm all right. I can yeah. I can breathe through running and stuff, but I'm still a pudding. So I'd like to find a sport I can really like sink my teeth into now. I, I'm not uh, okay with the idea of getting punched in the face. Look, no, but boxer size. It's boxer size, not boxer boxing. size. That's the whole point, yeah, yeah, is different. Yeah, because that is like full grit, isn't it? It's full like it is. Get in, get stuck in, and do beast it. I, I tend know, to I like do. That. Yeah, I reckon you'd either like fives or you'd like fencing. Ooh. What fives? Fives. Eaton fives. Eaton fives. It's that's like fantastic squash, squash with your hands, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Or All fencing. Right. I could see you doing fencing. I think fencing. you'd love it. Yeah. I'm a big target, though. I'm I'm unfa- it's unfair for everybody. <laughs> ding, point, ding, point, ding, point. <laughs> um, so for someone like me um, mm-hmm. that wants to get involved, yep. um, how would I get involved with? So you can find our details on our website. So that's SDBA. So that's Sierra Delta Bravo Alpha. Did I get that right? I think I did. Hyphensports.org. <laughs> which we've just set up, and they're all the details of the two sessions are on there. Send us an email. We've got an info button on there. Um, or just rock up. It's at Sundown Games Hall, which is between I know the, the Sports Village and the Shoesby Club, the Big Tin yeah. Hall. Yeah, it's yeah. in there. So six to seven is the boxer size. It's literally pay as you go, turn up. I've got all the gear. You know, you just help yourself. Uh, or bas- same with the basketball. You don't even need a ball or anything. Just, you know, pair of trainers, ideally basketball boots so you don't turn your ankle over. <laughs> yeah. um, and just come and play. The first basketball session is always free. That's been a rule since day one. So if you come along to the basketball, that's free of charge. Box size isn't, I'm afafraid. Is your I colleague there good. walking past you? Is he? Yeah. Oh, that's Chris. Have we, t- have we found the flyers, Chris? Oh. Yeah, we haven't got an extra mic plumbed in, but you can use that one. Oh, thank you so much. We thought we'd lost our, a thousand flyers. We left them here to be looked after last night, and the guys from Shropshire Festivals couldn't find them. Uh, we were going, can we have our flyers, please? And they're like, um... I've <laughs> just found them, so we're all right now. We can actually give them out. So, yeah, um, if you go to the website, it's all on there, or just rock up on a Monday night. Yeah. Um, and like I say, the, the boxer size, if you've never hit a bag or anything before, I'll run you through how to punch properly so you don't hurt yourself. Uh, we do the format tends to be we'll warm up to a tune uh, we'll do three four rounds of please tell me use Eye of the Tiger I was yes. just thinking that 
Yes. Or Fort Minor. Fort Minor is a great anything one. For, anything from the Rocky soundtrack dun, is fair game. Dun, 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 and I will scream, if you can catch a chicken, you can catch Chris Lightning Rock. At any point in the well, evening. Well, if you didn't, I'm not coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best, best Burgess Meredith impression at any stage. Like. Um, and yeah, just come along. Enjoy, you know, the basketball, everybody's really sound. It's just a case, doesn't matter how good you are, you could never have shot a basketball before in your life. Don't care. My lad likes it. You said Timmy was shooting a few hoops just there. Um, yeah. he, he's really good. I was like, wow. Yeah. You could nearly hit the book. Well, there's a junior club round here called Shrewsbury Storm. I'm not affiliated with them, but I, they, they're really burgeoning local club. And they, they've started playing competitive basketball. So if he's into it, get him along. Best support ever. There's a guy that's beat your fan belt there. Look, there's a, a guy wearing a, a fan collar. Oh, the fan necklace. Ooh, yeah, he is good that is. Yeah, the fan belt's good. The fan collar's better. Just yeah. not... Sorry. Yeah. I feel my bad. Fan, I'm sorry, Alex. I'm a, I rocked up on your podcast and I'm dis... <laughs> Don't respect my fan belt. Don't respect the fan belt. Don't respect the. Well, I, I really appreciate you coming to speak to us today, and well, I will genuinely. I'll give you my card now, and we'll organise this. The problem is, it's a Monday. That's my only issue. I work on a Monday night. See, I work on Monday nights. So, well, rearrange it. Have to, yeah, <laughs> change the whole, change the whole business model yeah, just to no fit biggie. me in. It's all good. We have one-to-one PT sessions with take, you. There take you it with you. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can send someone in my stead. I'll take. I'll give you five, which I now have, and you can give me your card. Jobs are good. There we go. Brilliant. Well, thank you for chatting to me today. Thank it's you been very awesome much for having you. me on. Appreciate it. Thank Lovely. You. Cheers, lads. Right. So me and Alex. Uh, it's Alex and Alex. Alex yeah. And Alex, so it's Al and Alex. <laughs> yeah, that works. We're working with it, yeah. Uh, we found Andy McEwen, who has set up um, flags. Uh, I think but you're best to under- explain what's going on in the bandstand today, Andy. Yeah, the bandstand is um, 420 metres of streamers that are based on, inspired by the flags of the Commonwealth. So there's small strip cuts, and then if you look carefully, you can find which flags they are, if you know your flags. It's looking a bit um, strange at the moment because um, the, it's so hot, the tapes are melting. Yeah, we were having this, uh, you were having this issue earlier, so yeah. Yeah, we Have you managed to combat that or have you not been able to? Oh no, the tapes just, um, well I'm putting them back up as they fall down. <laughs> I think that's a bit. Have we got all these wind socks? Yes, wind, wind socks. The wind socks are produced by uh, Trinity School in Ford. Oh, right. They okay. made them as a project. We took the whole kit out, they made 60 of these for us to bring back and give away. So we're giving away uh, wind socks to children and big children. Okay. Uh, we can put one on our studio. You can indeed. Yeah, we'll find that, that would be good. Um, how long did it take for you to make this amazing piece for today? Uh, probably, well, there's 96 strips. Take about 15 minutes each to make. So do the math on that, that's a lot. Um, and also, four days to cut the strips in the first place. So, yeah, it's taken a couple of weeks of graft to make them. And unfortunately, the heat is so bad that the tapes are melting and sticking to each other. Well, you know when they say in the UK, they say, oh, it's going to be 35 degrees. Do we believe the weatherman? Oh, no, absolutely not. Never. <laughs> when does that happen? Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, that's the tricky bit, isn't it? These tapes are rated, obviously not rated this highly. No. You know, and there's only the ones in the sun that were melting, so it's direct sunlight that was doing it. Yeah, so, that's one of those things. That, it's know. nice to see you. I, I don't I hope you don't take wrong, <laughs> the wrong way. Doing something else. Doing something else that isn't light. It's nice to see you doing something well, with physical matter. Well, they are they, because this is day glow, ripstop. They glow. They glow in the daylight, but when we get to the evening and we switch the lights on, 
That is an illumination. Day or glow even more. Day or glow. Day well, or yeah, glow. they do. That's what I used in South. Did you say day or glow even more? Uh, we're doing puns today. We're doing puns That's today. That's not so good. But yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's a bit fun. It's a bit hot. Uh, it's way hot in here. Yeah, we've got Alex. He's got. His, he's been smug today. He's got I, fun. That's, I like that. My, my wife could have done with that. She's been carted off. So. Oh she's, no, she's okay. No, she's well. She's back home. They've uh, they sorted her out and wheeled her off, and the kids came to fetch it, her. And take it her is home. warm, and there were there were warnings on social media, and everybody's like, "What are you doing warnings for? It's summer." But it's yeah, exactly. atrocious. It's, it's atrocious. It's quite warm. It's not. It pools, doesn't it? Yeah, I it mean does. that's the thing. I brought a big fan, but we've got no power on this side, as you well know. Yes. There's no no. If I like that though. Yeah. That's rechargeable. That is. That's rechargeable. Really, I love fan. it. That's really. It's a, Oh, really? oh wow! I want, yeah. I want half a dozen of those. So the reason we're this doing puns today, belt. this is his fun belt. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I like that. That's really good. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's what it is. I'm doing some demos about how to make these wind socks, um, and I've got some stuff that was done by Bloom. Um, Bloom, we love they, Bloom. They made um, they made ten panels, which were going to go up in the main thing, but they're slightly heavy, and they'll just come down. In the, so I'm, I'm converting them into different sorts of pieces. I, so I've got to say, I've got to apologise to Kerry from Bloom as well. I saw, her in the, saw her in the Bembo a couple of weeks ago, after I had a few points in me, I was like, oh, we should do the, the, and we can do the, and we made these elaborate plans and gathered cuddles and stuff, and then obviously. And she's on holiday now. Yeah, yeah. We'll, so you're okay, she's on holiday for well, it. Bloom and annoying, that is. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's fantastic. See, if I did that at home, I'd be stood in the corner for half an hour. Yeah. Oh, when I do it at home, I'm stood in the corner for an hour. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm, I'm quite enjoying it. It is. I've got. I've got used to the wall. Uh, Spanish blood. I've got Spanish grandmother. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, yeah, it did get to me first. Start for lunch. It's eased off a bit. It should cool down now. It's starting to yeah. starting to get turn yeah. into evening. So we're here until it goes dark. Do you reckon we can organise a podcast together where we can make some sweet, sweet music together? Oh, absolutely. Where you can teach me how what to do, yeah. and then we get the microphones and we make a piece together. Yeah. Biscuit theme tune. Yeah. That's you can you can come in. I've um, we're part way through setting up for a direct feedback recording. It's, I breathe into this thing and the reverberations are echoed backwards and forwards, and I can now record it properly. So. How would you like that on, on the biscuit, guys? Me making music of animals. Yeah, we can, noise, we can pretty say. much make any sounds we like. We've got air synths and things you push your hands into. and Theremins and the like. No, this is cooler. It's an air synth. It's got a, a beam that you put your hand into and you can modulate the sounds. I, I love it. And I've also got a ring, uh, one of these wave rings, so that. Oh, yeah. Uh, just, yeah. We could talk for hours about this. Fun. It's so much fun. Yeah, the studio is, is great. And it was more, it's cool. It's not a hot studio. So, yeah, it's quite good. It's currently completely covered. Floor is totally in ribbons. <laughs> ribbons, yeah. About five thousand of them. Well, this is what happens when you get yourself involved with a yeah. project like this. Uh, well, it's, it's unusual. It's quite nice for me to actually to get out and about and do some do some demos, which I don't normally do. But yeah, the kids did a great job. It's good standard um, material. Actually. I love it's ripstop, ripstop nylon. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful stuff. Yeah. I've got a whole load of ripstop polyester, which is even harder to use. Yeah. Because it's shiny. Yeah. But it's um yeah they they're good. It's good good stuff. Well, Andy, you know I love chatting to you, but we got a, we got a baton turning up soon in the quarry. We're going to go find that in a second. Oh, nice! Yeah, and um, thank you for chatting to us. That's okay. You're right. most welcome. Thanks. Stay out. Stay cool. I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> All right, catch you in a bit. 
So, um, uh, a while ago, we had uh, someone brought to our tent, and I was like, I'm having my lunch. We're doing, no, I can't remember what we're doing. We're going to do the baton, won't we? We're about to, yeah, we're about to leave the baton. Um, would you like to introduce yourself with the biscuit? Uh, so, uh, my name is Max. Uh, I'm the club captain of Shropshire Squash Club. Uh, I've been here today to promote squash um, you know, in Shropshire, uh, trying to get people into the game. Fantastic. Um, how long have you guys, there's, there's four of you guys sat around the table, sorry with the microphone. Weren't quite reach around everybody, but how long have you guys been doing this for? Um, well, I've played squash for 20 years. Uh, we've been playing squash for quite a long time as well. So, um, yeah, definitely last four or five years. We're trying to grow our membership and try and get all the other clubs thriving as well. Is this a sport that's easy to sort of sell to everybody? Um, I, I, I find it easy to sell. It's, it's quite easy to play and, you know, it's quite simple uh, rules. Um, the great thing for us, we've got a pop-up court that we can move around the area. So uh, we've got it here tonight, and um, is that what that luminous green thing is at the front? It, it is, yeah. So, uh, so there's our good friend Mike here. He's constructed it, um, uh, and it, it's it's quite easy. People see it, they come and play, and they really enjoy it. I've always wanted to play. Have you ever played squash? Oh yeah, I, I played squash in school. Did you? Yeah, squash is great. Get you. Get you. I didn't. I didn't. I've never played it, but I'd like to. Reckon we can come over and play some squash sometime. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean you can have a go uh, straight after this. I'm going to go and have a couple of beers and watch the Dirty Rocking Scoundrels after this, so I might not be best with a squash racket. I might be a the best time to, <laughs> best time to... <laughs> yeah. But we can organise coming to see you guys. Where are you guys based? Uh, well, so there's myself and Ben and Lane. We're based at a shop squash club. Um, so we play just outside of Shrewsbury School. Um, yes, yeah, so we're just, just behind us here. Sorry, i got a hay fever eye. Just like... <laughs> Um, <laughs> how's how's the uh, the reaction been today? You've been speaking to lots of people, lots of people interested. Yeah, there's been quite a lot of people, a lot of uh, ju- juniors and kids have played it's for the first time. They picked up a racket and had a go. So, oh, sorry, my eyes just suddenly gone. You know what? Allergies. Um, my little boy's probably come to see you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm allergic to you. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, you've probably seen my little boy. He's wearing a shoes with biscuit t-shirt. He's probably coming out to go. Um, I've, I've heard he's been going playing all sorts. Um, how do people um, get in touch with you guys to find and be- become a part of the club? Um, we've got we've got a lot of flyers that we've been giving out. Um, they can uh, they can search Shropshire Squash uh, online, uh, and that has all the clubs that are in the area. So there's ShropshireSquash.org, uh, I think it is, and that has that's the county website where, where it's all the clubs on there. Uh, and you can also see the individual clubs. So there's Shropshire Squash Club, uh, Shrewsbury Squash Club, uh, there's Routon Castle Country Club. There's quite a few clubs around Shrewsbury and, and in Shropshire as well. Amazing. Well, look, I'm very sorry we didn't get to do the, the, the whole interview, um, but you're welcome to come on the biscuit. Right? Um, come to my house, set up some microphones, have a couple of drinks and a, a chat. Would that would you be right yeah. with that? Yeah, we'd love to do that, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'd organise that. Right, fantastic. Um, are you guys on social media? Tell people. Uh, yes, we are. Uh, so we're on Facebook. It's at, so it's at Shropshire Squash Club. There's the Rugby Club. Uh, what's the handle? At Shrewsbury Squash Racquetball Club, uh, Routon Castle. I think they're on Facebook. We'll check them. Fantastic. All the kids, uh, all the kids and uh, developing like are all under the Shrewsbury Squash Academy. So it's S Squash Academy on tr- Twitter, and there's an Instagram as well. So we go out to schools. We do loads of work with the school kids. They really, they love it because they don't, they have never played it before. They don't know where squash clubs are often. But once you give them a racket and a ball and a wall, they Get go. They go. They go. From the first moment, they're up. They're playing. We have matches. They they can play a match within the first session because 
you can pitch in and we can play at our level, whatever. It becomes, it's a really nice sport to do as a starter. You know, you can go and you can play games. You're not always waiting for the coach to tell you what to do. You can just dive in and play. All you need is a ball and a wall. So we that's a great slogan. All you need is a ball and a wall. Well, for the ladies, we bring pizza and prosecco and the ball and the wall. So you know, we incentivise them. They turn up, they get two hours of squash, a bit of coaching, and then they get pizza and prosecco afterwards. Pizza and prosecco. I like that. Yeah, I like pizza. That's just for the ladies. So we do a ladies' night at, um, on the Friday once a month at the Shropshire Squash Club. And, and Shrewsbury and and squash, squash Club. And three times a month they do beer and Prosecco and pizza for the boys. There you go. Squashing, squash is a social, social sport. Yeah. Squash is a social sport. It's not one man or one person against another. It's about going up to the club, meeting friends. You know, we play a game. There's often only two people on court, but there's other people around and uh, the team matches that we play. We do lots of things with some of the beginners who've never or have only just been introduced. They get to play against clubs, players from all standards uh, and we all muck in together. Um, like the best player in the county can have a good game against someone who's just picked up the racket for the first time because they can just have fun. Like I said, a ball on a wall. Frank Dunn. Ball on a wall, I love that. <laughs> If you ever do an advert and you want a voiceover guy, I'm the guy, okay? The ball in the wall. Thank you for chatting to me, guys. And we'll all, oh, you've got my card. Yeah. Make sure you message me, all right? Yeah. And we'll organize a proper sit down. Because yeah. um, this was fun for five minutes. Imagine what we could get done in 40. There you go. You go to the squash club. Yeah. When the trains are up and running and not buckling. Tell me about it. Under the heat, yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, all right, Right, we just hit record. You can come sit down if you like. You want to come say hello? I'll arm your mic for you. Best best timing, really. Put them on if you like, we can hear us. We were just about to close up. Um, there's Mrs. Whiteley. There's Mrs. Whiteley there. We're going to close up here, and then we're going to go to the stage. Sorry, let's shout down your ear. <laughs> How are you? You all right? I'm good, thank you. Would you yeah. like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, my name is Mirka Daxbury. I'm from Shropshire Libraries. I'm one of the library development managers. Fantastic. Well, thank you for coming to speak to us. Um, I'm Alex. I'm Alex. <laughs> and this is Ben. Hello. How are we? We were just uh, we were going to have a chin mag because um, today's been a hot one, hasn't it? Have you have you been enjoying today? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what is Shropshire Libraries then? What is your, you, you're doing today? So I came in to talk well to talk to people about Human Library. Uh, we've been working with Human Library organisation that's based in Copenhagen for quite a few years. Okay, um, forgive me, I said Shropshire Libraries. That's definitely not Shropshire Libraries. It's Shropshire Libraries. Yeah, yeah okay. still part of Shropshire Libraries. Oh, fantastic. If there's, uh, if, if there's any exchanges going on, I'll go across. <laughs> <laughs> I've been actually, I've been on the training um, in there. So yeah, it's been really in, good. In Copenhagen? Yes. Oh, wow, yeah. nice. Yeah, it's part of my job. So yeah. Um, yeah, we've set up a human library book depot here in Shropshire, which means that we've got a bookshelf of people instead of books. And we set events up uh, where people can borrow a person and they can talk to the person uh, for half an hour about different things. Well, let's hope they're a real page turner then. Yeah, hey. <laughs> we've, been doing, we've been doing puns all day today, <laughs> so feel free, feel free. <laughs> Um, so you're collecting humans. Um, I went straight morbid there. I'm sorry. I can't help that. <laughs> collecting you? That tuned? Yeah. I was like collecting humans. It's like a like a Mickey Mouse, uh, Looney Tunes type catch 
people. Let's catch people. But like, what do you mean by collecting human beings? Explain. Well, we have a collection, not collecting. But okay. yeah, I suppose, okay. yeah, collecting as well. Um, so um, they are all people that experience some kind of prejudice or stigma um, or unconscious bias um, or some trauma. Um, and you can come and borrow a person and talk to about a specific label. So it's all the events are around challenging prejudice and stigma. Um, ah, okay. So, for example, if you see a person in the street with no arm, wouldn't you want to know their story? Wouldn't you want to know about their life and find out? I think, um, I think we can make a really good partnership here. Can, can I just ask, you've experienced it in Denmark and experienced it in the UK. Is there a huge difference in prejudice? Um, there are differences across all the countries. So human libraries now in over 80 countries across the world. Uh, so there are the different book depots. Uh, I met people from India, uh, from Italy, from uh, Poland um, that have um, book depots set up already. So there are definitely cultural differences. Uh, for example, in Copenhagen, it's uh, illegal to wear full-on burqa, so, but they still publish a book and they pay the fine when they do that. So, uh, so yeah, there are definitely cultural differences. Talking of payment, Alex, is mine in the bank account yet? Um, I'll pay you in kind, as I always say, and it will be there when it gets there. I'm sorry, okay? Um, <laughs> I feel like we can make a great partnership in, in, in like... I love, I love one of the one of my descriptions of the Shrews of Biscuit is to tell the story of a name above a door, right? So it's that business you walk past every year, that book you've you maybe not read for years, or that band you haven't listened to. Like, what is their story? Maybe once you've heard their story, you might feel inclined to go and check them out a little bit. And I feel like humans, in, as in general. Um, we've all got individual stories. And right, okay, so this is one of the things I, I thought of that really blew my mind. Right, I was thinking about a, a, a bus full of people. Right, every single one of those people on the bus has their own individual lives. They'll go to their own homes, to their own families, and will live their own lives. Is that is it weird to think of that as that as like completely mind blowing? Like, no, I don't think so. No, it, it is it is such such a wild concept that. You haven't got a clue what anybody else could have been doing that led them to that bus that leads them leads them onwards after they get off that bus, you know, to keep using said bus. I think you're right these days. I think everybody's got a story. I mean, we just look down the quarry now. Everybody's got a different story to how they ended up here today. Everybody's got a different reason for being here today. Uh, you know, I mean, this Baton Relay is a massive event for Shrewsbury. You didn't realise it until today. But it's just brought a bit of joy to the town, you know, during a difficult couple of days with the heatwave. You know, there's probably seven, eight thousand people turned up into the quarry for a reason of coming out, enjoying themselves, and actually enjoying the weather. And you just, you just, everybody will have that story. And you, what you just said about the story about the, you know, people's, uh, for example, that have lost a limb or something. You do want to know the story, but you don't want to ask the story. I think um, is exactly. the key. I think that comes down to British politeness, though, as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, also, there are specific places where you can ask you know different situations where you can actually ask and it's sometimes better to ask you can see children that will go and they will point and they would walk to the person then they would ask and all of a sudden we grow up and lose our curiosity and that's what's it's the uniqueness that's so beautiful about about us and that can kind of connect us isn't it
Are we going to get you in trouble, by the way? You're getting stared at over there. Look. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> never, never in trouble, me. Ben's meant to be working on the festival. Oh, come sit down. Um, it, is, it is beautiful to think that something like this exists, in a way, because, like you said, Ben, I think you covered it perfectly. You don't want to ask those questions sometimes. And when a kid, when a kid asks, there's always that embarrassed kind of, I'm really sorry, he's, he's six. You know, and I feel like, no, let them be inquisitive. Let them ask the questions because, you know, unless it's like really horrible, of course. Um, you got Disclaimer. To, it's good to know that there's a place that you can, you can go to learn about these yeah. things. We've just done a pilot with the um, Stoke Heath Prison. So first time in prison as well uh, with the human library. So that was, that was really good. Usually the least embarrassed person about this is the person who has the disability. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I've, I've met some um, some people with uh, some adverse problems that are actually quite proud to talk about their problems. They're like, no, 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 let's talk about this. Um, it's when the people are being rude, I guess. But are they problems? They're not problems. No, no, that's what, no. That, that, you see, that, that's, that's... That is yeah, that's a generalism, isn't it? Yeah. It, it is, yeah. you know, it's, it's not a problem, is it? It's, they, they've, and you think about and we've looked at many people today, you think about it, Alex Kelder, um, you know, the people that carried the baton. Absolute hero, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely, you know, all going through something, and they've overcome, you, they've over, going back to what you just said, they've overcome that, that issue, that problem. So, yeah, they are, they are problems at the time, but then they grow over that problem, and they overcome that problem, and I think that then it's just an amazing people. If you're helping those people... Um, I think that's, that's a hell of I it. think with, with sort of disabilities it's just a different way of seeing the world yeah yeah I guess and I feel like we need those uh, those um, huge um, advocates uh, out there like Calderwood that can say that, that, that you know climbing out is an amazing charity that says to people okay you've you've suffered these terrible things you've been through a terrible ordeal we can do this we can get through it okay we can sit and talk about it a little bit but no first of all we're going to climb that mountain you know, and it's, it's people like Kelderwood that help drive people forward and, and overcome them um, difficulties to becoming the way of life and the way who they are and they're, that's their identity. I think you're right, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I think more people want to learn these days as well. I think it's knowledge. I think that, that if you're not growing and learning, but anything anything good, anything bad, I think you all have to learn from it, then you're not growing anyway and you're standing still, which means you're going backwards. And have you found a lot of people like that that have, that have like been, in a way, ignorant and come across you guys and learned and grown with it? Yeah, the feedback is always brilliant. Yeah, really good. Um, so whether whichever setting, whether it's a training event or whether it's a public event or prison event, um, yeah, because you, you're kind of putting yourself into quite a, an uncomfortable situation because it's up to you to ask the questions. It's up to you to ask difficult questions. Um, and all of a sudden, you can actually see kind of the world through somebody else's eyes. And that's, that's really, that's always interesting. It's not about being right or wrong. It's about understanding that there are different ways. So people are living in different ways. People have different experience. And that's okay. Yeah. You've got to be open-minded for that, though. And if there's one thing this Frisbee Biscuit podcast do, it opens people's minds. Yeah, we were just talking about this. and it's, it's, uh, I think it's definitely... Down, I mean, from the beginning, the Biscuit was a place where we could speak openly about things. But over the years, my experience has taught me that you can talk about almost anything as long as you speak about it in the right way. You know, conversation is so, so, so important. And, and pod, things like podcasts... And, and, and places like yourselves like the human library is a great idea to it's a stamp in time you know you can go back and listen to these um, the, the, the BBC released recently um, 
It is a, it's a huge file of sound files that were now part of the public domain because they're over 100 years old, some of them. Right, so you can download, and it's just like recordings of airports, cars starting, explosions, people having sex, people laughing, people sneezing, all these kind of just weird sounds. And you're thinking these these were recorded like 100 years ago, some of them. You know, it's just weird that things are just blow my mind. Sorry. Um, so what we're doing, me and you, we are we are we're helping the world. And you as well. You done podcasts as well. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 what during COVID, I tried just to open up people and you're not doing anymore. Different people. It's just time now i think now the world's back open and i'm doing a lot more droning and a lot more festivals funnily enough alex where we keep meeting um, <laughs> if missy mrs heath is listening to this then um yeah one or two less a year might be a, a ha, stop being so successful uh beth yeah what we're saying. <laughs> it's absolutely so great at what you do how can people find the human library um if they come to um any of the shropshire libraries um they can just ask and or they can email us on libraries at shropshire.gov.uk um can we meet again and do this properly? Like, in a, in a not say properly, but like, thanks. <laughs> you can come with me if you like. Um, like a proper get to, get to know you, get to find out what this actually is, how it's helped people, the history of it. Have a real good sit down. Yeah, that'd be all right. That would be great. Yeah, thank you. Fantastic. Um, uh, that's that's great. That is Alex because. It, I didn't know about this, and 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 if I don't know, there's going to be millions, hundreds of thousands of people in the instructor that don't know about it, and why don't they know about it? Yeah, and where did you hear it? The Shrewsbury Biscuit, the, Biscuit the number one podcast in the UK. Absolutely. Um, now we were just close. Have you had a nice day? What have you been enjoying it? Yes, yeah, it was great. We also had a poet here who written personalised poems to pe- to people who came in and asked. I saw that. That yeah. was uh, live poetry, wasn't it? Yeah, live poetry. So Freestyle poetry. Yeah. I love that. That's what, fantastic. Yeah. What was that? I didn't know what that was. You don't know? That's the DJ scratch, isn't it? I thought Timmy was on the podcast for a minute. <laughs> I've got one of them on here somewhere. I'm not going to mess about with that. Uh, Alex, how have you found today? Have you enjoyed it? Oh, today's been excellent. How have you found the day, Alex? Um... I, I, yeah, I've enjoyed it. It's, it's been a lot of, it has been hard work, I'm not going to lie, but it's hard work that I've I think enjoyed. particularly in the heat, the heat. I had to build one single marquee <laughs> by myself. <laughs> I built, along with the team, many marquees over the last two days. It's been a very interesting festival for literally 15 minutes of the batting going around the quarry. That is what it's been about. But we all know Beth, she won't just put on a simple run around the band. And I was talking to the, the I don't know whether you're aware, but around the batting it was all police. And I was talking to uh, one of them. He says this is the biggest and longest they've been at an event across the whole of the UK. And that says a lot for the Shropshire Festivals team that they've put on this event. They've had thousands of people here. The police who were, who were high security supporting the baton knew what had gone on here and now it was organised I'd spotted the uh, the armbands hidden craftily under their uh, shirt sleeves yeah it was definitely all police around oh, yeah. but they were great they were great and I say they, they really they come on and they were like this is amazing I spoke to a few street food Alex some of these street food are new to me and you and we've been at many festivals and they're like we need to get into the best festivals it's just an amazing we all know the organisation uh, you know, and, and what goes on, uh, and we all know the support that, that the whole community gives. I think I think we're learning as well constantly because um, you know, from the first time you start throwing festivals like this in the quarry, like ah, oh, there's no internet problems. We'll do all that. We'll do it this way. Oh, there's too much people bunching out. Okay, well we'll spread out this way. Oh, there's too many uh, this. There's too many that. It's too hot. Let's get mist intents in to cool people down. It's like it's a constant learning process, and I feel like that's that's a good thing that we're constantly uh, improving things. And, and I think Beth just knocked out the park with this. What, what on earth is that? Look at that way. 
That's a rowing boat. It's a boat, Alex. Do you not oh, get I many? See. Where, where do you live? Well, the, where I live, there aren't many boats. No, <laughs> you, you were one of those people that used to go on balls on when a speedboat in Warsaw or something. No, not not, not quite. <laughs> uh, but um, no, you're right. The, the mist intents have been immense. Um, Oh, Alex, they're awesome, they are. They should be a permanent feature. Please don't say that. No, they're they great. Set, Alex, <laughs> they take a lot the Alex, they take a lot of setting up. Sid's over there now. He's going to hear this. It's going to be another job we're going to have to do. I'm going to be in here for six days before the festival <laughs> rather than five. Thanks, mate. Missed him, people. <laughs> well, I've just heard the Dirty Rocking Scoundrels have come on stage, so we're going to go ahead over and we're going to go and sit and enjoy and probably do some dancing, dad dancing to Dirty Rocking Scoundrels. Ben, thank you so much. I'm going to take a marquee down. I can't dad dance <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining me I'm going to give you my card now and Alex you've been an absolute star thank you so much for joining me today you're no welcome worries. to join me on any of these events again in the future beautiful he was carrying a fan around and <laughs> fanning, literally fanning me as I was walking around you can't ask for you can't that is just top notch this is top notch <laughs> top notch right okay uh, we're going to get out of here now and we'll catch you guys next time peace out 15 minutes of top class material there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me.